ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin What are you doing about 
touch the souls you find everywhere and in your life do you even care about the souls they are precious to God don't you know soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for gracious grace. Now, it's time for our testimony. And we have a brother here, Daniel Kamasa. He has a very, very powerful testimony. So I want to call upon Daniel to come up and share his testimony. So I'll stand with him. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. My name is Daniel Kamasa. Um, I joined the church um, 
early last year, and I was brought in by Wanda for about 15 years back. Um, I was suffering from a disease called uh, ameloblastoma. Say it again. Say it again. Ameloblastoma. Amelo. Ameloblastoma. Blastoma. Yes. Then I went for surgery at the 37 hospital. Then. So, Daniel, what is ameloblastoma? Okay. Um, at the, low, uh, the, the lower side of my left gum um, swelled. Very big. So he, he had a swelling uh, in his gum. The lower part of the gum. The whole place got swollen up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't chew, I can't eat. So he couldn't chew or eat anything. For 10 to 15 years. If he is hungry, he only drinks Coca Cola and then what? Uh, cocoa, cocoa and what? Boponsu and all those. Yeah, those are where. The, uh. Yeah, so after the surgery, um, after some few years, the things started again after the surgery. Then I went back to the hospital. Then at the end of the uh, at the end of everything the doctor told me i have to go under another surgery because that is how it is uh, it really occurs after five or ten years so i told the doctor okay um he should allow me to go to the house and think about it and come back so i told my friend wonder then so i think he missed this one so the surgery, what happened was that they removed all his teeth. This part of the, you know, the gum, all the teeth were removed. So the second surgery was calling for a removal of the upper. So they had removed the lower. So they were now going to remove the upper. And he said, uh, doctor, I am going to think about it and come back. And then he met Wanda, who is a member of the church. And brought him to church. Continue from here. <laughs> so, Wanda told me um, we must go and see Reverend Michael. Then I said yes, because if this thing is uh, the surgery after the surgery, five and ten years later, I have to go for another surgery. It means it's going to continue and continue and continue. So, I believe if we go and see the man of God and God comes in, I think that will be forever. So, I agreed with him and we went to see Reverend Michael. He prayed with me and I went back. So, I think last... So, <laughs> so listen. So, after the prayer, the, the problem didn't go until, so I want to help him here. Now, until he was in church, I think three, four weeks ago, Bishop made a call for people to join the choir. You remember? Yeah, you remember? Yes. So, that was when he got up. So, when he got up and I saw him, I said, ah, 
this guy, you can't sing. You can't sing because of the problem. You cannot sing. But he still came up here. And then they had their first rehearsal on Thursday. He was with the choir. They had a rehearsal, everything. Then Saturday, he went for, or he came for the second rehearsal. The problem was still there. Now, when he went home in the night, Saturday, as he was sleeping, he felt something like some liquid flowing in his mouth. Not knowing, listen, listen. Angels had visited him that night. Yeah. And performed a spiritual surgery on him. So, when he woke up in the morning, his mouth was filled with blood. So, he went to the washroom, threw it out and all that, rinsed his mouth. And then suddenly he felt that, ah, I feel very okay. There is no pain. There is nothing. I'm, I'm okay. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now listen, that day Bishop preached about we joining to build the house of God. And for him, he had a problem. But he said, no, even though I have a problem, I still want to do something for God. I, I may not be able to sing, but I am joining the choir. And God heard that and he saw that challenge and that faith. And he said, no, this guy, I will heal him so that he can sing for the Lord. Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands. <laughs> so now as he's standing here 10 15 years passed he couldn't chew anything he couldn't do i mean when you see he sees kebab and he can't chew kebab you see chicken and he can't chew chicken you see what <laughs> and he can't you see so those of you here when you hold kebab you just pull it like you think that it is just it is by the grace of god Yes, it's by the grace of God. Some people cannot chew, but you are chewing. So today as he's standing here, now he can chew something. So apart from the drinking, now he can chew, at least he can eat some akala. When he takes cocoa, some akala can go. He can eat rice, he can chew something. Clap your hands for Jesus. So Daniel... Say your last words and then we go. Yeah, so that's my story. Um, I want to use this opportunity to encourage each and every one of us here that when Bishop preaches about doing something in the house of the Lord, it's a must for every one of us here. Thank you, Bishop. And glory to God. Amen. God bless you, Daniel. God bless you. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. God bless you. Yeah. So God healed him because he decided to do something in the house of God. Our sister Mariam is here. Where is she? Uh-huh. Clap your hands. She has a song for us. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. Amen. Well, today is Family and Friends Sunday, 
and I am so honored and privileged to be here today with my friend, the well-renowned, well-known classical pianist, Alfred Adakwe. So we'll be ministering today and we pray that you be blessed. Amen.
Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. God bless you. Clap your hands for our brother and our sister. What a blessing. May the Lord cause you to use your gifts for his house. May the devil not benefit from the gifts God has placed in your life. May the Lord cause you to use your gifts to build his house. You heard the testimony of the miracle healing of a cancer. That shall be your story as well as you serve God with your gifts. If you are here for the first time today, I want you to know you are in the best place of your life. And I believe God will do a great work in your life today. Clap your hands for Jesus. A louder, a louder hand clap. 
A louder hand clap. A louder hand clap. A louder hand clap. A louder keep clapping. Father, we thank you for the blessing of being in your house. Let your word come to change our lives and to bring us to a blessed place. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. This morning, I'm preaching with a choir for just a few minutes and I'm reading from Luke chapter 19 verse 5 actually I'm reading from Luke 15 15 Luke 15 verse 11 And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. Please listen very carefully to the reading of the word of God this morning. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to eat and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. So he arose and came to his father. And when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For thus my son was dead and is alive again 
and is found. He was lost and is found. And they began to be married. For this my son was dead and is alive again. Tell the neighbor, you can live again. You can live again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be married. Note the phrase, and they began to be married. And they began to be married. And they began to be married. Let's say it again. And they began to be married. Everybody, I want to hear everybody say, and they began to be married. Again, and they began to be married. For the last time, let's shout it now. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm here with the choir with a message from the Lord for somebody here this morning. And the title of the message God has for you today is How to be married. How to be married. The word Mary means joyous. Say a cassette and Hosepa, not just a Nichimu. Happy. A Nichimu. How can you be married? How can you be happy? Ladies and gentlemen, the devil sometimes presents us with things that make us sad. And he delivers them to us as if they will make us happy. The thing that will plunge our lives into chaos is what he presents to us as the most exciting adventure of our lives. There is someone here this morning who is on an exciting adventure of your life. You think you have found what will make you happy. That is why this morning God sent me to you. And they began to be married. When you read this story, you will discover that there's a way began they started to be happy they started to be happy I want to remind you that there was a group in this story being described here 
Who are the people here? If you go back to verse 20, and you will see the people who were at this party. We know the father was at the party. Because this was the father who arose. He came to his father. So this boy met his father who ran to him and embraced him. So we know the father was at the party. Next verse. And the son said to the father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. 20, 22. Next verse. But the father said to his servants, Bring the clothes. Bring the ring. Bring the shoes. 23. And bring the fatted calf and kill it. I'm showing you the people who were at the party. The father was at the party. But he was not alone. He said, let us eat. Remember, he was addressing the servants to bring the clothes and the ring and the shoes. And he said, Go and bring the cow. Kill it and let's make kebab. So we know now, he said, And now let us eat and be merry. So at the party were the servants. And so the father was at the party. The servants were at the party. But I'm sure you can guess that the party was about a son who had gone away and had come back. So the son was also at the party. The father was at the party. The servants were at the party. The prodigal son was at the party. The elder brother was not at the party. Because the father had sent him to the field. So it was when he returned, he had music and dancing. I never knew my father had a CD player. I never knew daddy had speakers in the house. What's, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And the father told him, he said, my son, your younger brother, he's back home. He's back home. So is that why there's a party? Father said, yes. We've killed a cow. He's wearing a ring. He's wearing nice clothes. And they began to be married. The servants were happy. The father was happy. And the prodigal son was happy. But before this party, before this party, the younger brother, the prodigal son, had been in other parties. He had been in nightclubs, smooching girls, frolicking all night. 
But he thought that was happiness. So that party ended him up eating with pigs. What he did not know was that the real party was not in the nightclub, but the real party was in the father's house. And they began to be married. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a certain happiness for your life. You will not get it from the nightclub. You will not get it from fornicating. You will not get it from sleeping with people around. Some of you today, you are having an exciting life. You are with your friends. You drink. You smoke. The girls are there. Cheap girls. One round for five cities. Cheap area girls. With cheap booze. Living a cheap life. But ladies and gentlemen. That is not the party. The real party for you. Is in the father's house. The real happiness for your life. Is not from smooching girls. It's not from boozing. But when you return to the father's house. You see, you see, until you return to the father's house, until you come home, no party is a party. I said, until you return home, no party you will have is a real party. The real party is in the house of the father. The real party is not in a far country. Somebody sitting outside right there. You are fooling with your friends. You are going out. You've gone far from God. And tonight, tonight, this evening, you are going to have your friends. You are going to enjoy with them. There's a girl sitting here. Tonight, you will be in the arms of a married man. You've got a boy. You've got a man. He's not married to you. But he squeezes you once a while to give you feelings. I'm here to inform you that is not a real feeling. Real feelings are found in the house of God. And they began. They started. Your happiness will never start until you are in the father's house being happy. I said your party is no party if it is not connected to the father's house. And they began. You have not started being happy unless you are having your happiness in the house of God. This was not the first time the boy danced. His elder brother said he had been he has spent his money with halots. This was not listen I'm ending. This was not the first time the boy knew about partying 
and being happy. The elder brother, I don't know whether he was investigating his, his younger brother, but he, he, he somehow had some information about this boy who was now at home chewing kebab and dancing. He said, this boy, this foolish boy, he has devoured your living with harlots. The word is there, harlots. So as the boy was dancing in the father's house, he had already been dancing. But there is a type of dancing that leads to poverty. There's a type of dancing that leads to nothingness. Somebody is here. You are a young girl. Instead of serving God, a man is squeezing you and giving you feelings. That is not the excitement. By the time you are finished doing you will be left with nothing except three children with five fathers. I'll say it again. You didn't hear me. Everything I'm saying, I know I can give you a name. There's a woman with two children with five fathers. One child with two fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not saying that it is only in the house of God there is happiness. There is happiness elsewhere. But what shall it profit you if you are happy only to be eaten with pigs? but there, there is a happiness that gives you clothes to wear food to eat a ring on your finger ladies and gentlemen how can you begin to be happy you will begin to be happy by coming home come home that man's room is not your home where they smoke we is not your home your home is the house of God David said I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever the father's house until you've come home I can't guarantee that you'll be happy those of you sitting outside listen very carefully as you are outside you can tell there's a difference between being outside and being inside this morning look at me carefully I am old enough to tell you I've been in Christ long enough to tell you until you are in the house of God I can't guarantee that what you are doing is happiness you'll be happy you will dance there'll be prostitutes you'll smooch yourselves you'll drink some beer smoke some cigarettes but at the end of the day life will bring you down with nothing 
Ask them, ask the girls, they will tell you. After they've moved around with married men and moved up and down, they are quietly in the house alone. Because you cannot fool God. The real venue for your party is the house of God. I said the real venue for your party is the house of God. Listen to me carefully. You can go out. When you go out, watch my face carefully. You will have parties. Parties are not only found in God's house. When you leave the church, when you walk out of church, you will have parties. You will be happy. But it will never last. Any excitement which is not connected to God's house, it's excitement that will lead you to depression. That will lead you to destitution. Today, remember, when the boy returned, he had nothing. But he had been happy before. He had danced before. He had drank before. Some of you here, you have been happy before. You've smoked weed with friends. There was a time you were the area boy. You are you slept with all the people, the girls in the area. And they know you as a main man. Today, what has become of you? But those that dwell in the house of the Lord. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Shall flourish. My sister, don't spend your beauty outside the church. If you take your beauty outside, you will be happy. But for a short time, soon, you'll be eating in a place you'll be surprised that you are eating there. Soon, you'll be crying tears. You'll be surprised that you are crying. And they began to be married. The real happiness starts in the house of the Lord. My key word today, my best word today is the word began. Began. If you have been happy before, your real happiness begins in the house of God. They began. If you are here, remain here. This is the place where the real joy is. Today, I don't know who invited you, but I'm telling you, until you come home, until you return, whatever you are doing outside holds little value and promise for your life. Any life you are living, a man sleeps with you and gives you money, it will not last. Very soon, you will be naked. And they began. They began. They began. May you begin your life of hope and glory and joy in the house of God. That is why today I'm calling you. Come home. 
How do you become merry? How do you enjoy life? Is it by smoking? No. You have not started becoming happy. Drinking beer and Guinness and fooling around. You have not started becoming happy. The day you come home is the day you begin to be happy. The day you come home. And today, today, I'm calling you. Come home. Come home. Come home. Don't be there. The father said, my son was dead. If you are not in the house of God, you are dead. He was lost. If you are not in the house of God, you are lost. You may find your way to your house, but you are lost in life. Today, today, look at my hand. Maybe you can't see it. Look at my hand. I'm inviting you. Come home. The choir is going to give us a song. I want you to lift up your two hands. Stand to your feet right now. Outside, upstairs, everywhere. No movement. No movement. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Your friend invited you. I'm telling you, my brother. There is no happiness. You cannot guarantee that what you are doing will end you well. Except you are inside the house of the Father. Come home. Come home. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to come home. You've been living your life in town, fooling with friends. That is not merriment. That is not happiness. And they began to be really happy. Today, you can begin to be happy. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, today is your day. Today, Jesus told Zacchaeus, today, I must come to your house. Not tomorrow. Not next week. It's today. You can begin today. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. There's a girl here. You are not a thief. You are not a bad girl. But you are lost. Because you are not in the Father's house. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Christ. Lift your hand. Every eye closed. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hands. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to come home. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Yes. I see your hand. I see your hand everywhere. Everywhere. Outside. You want to receive Jesus. You want to be born again. You want to be planted in the house of God. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Come home. Come home. 
know you built a house in town. But your real house is the house of God. Lift your hand high. You want to be born again. Lift it high. Lift it high. I can't see your hand. I can't see your hand. If your hand is up, take your Bible and your notebook and your bag and come. Take your bag, your Bible, your notebook, and come. Lift your hand and come. Come to me. Give us a song again. Clap for them as they come. Come on. Come home.
Father, while he opened his Come on. Come to Jesus. To hurry home. Hurry home. Hurry home. Hurry home. Say. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today is my day. Today is my day. I realize. I realize. I've gone far from home. I've gone far from home. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Today. Today. I return. I return. I return home. I return home. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. I am full of sin. I am full of sin. I am dirty. I am dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. And make me new. And make me new. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. I have come to stay. I have come to stay. This is my home. This is my home. This church is my home. This church is my home. I'm not going back anymore. I'm not going back anymore. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray that you receive me. That you save I me. thank you. I thank you for this blessing. For this blessing of my salvation. Of my salvation. I am born again. I am born again. I am a new believer. I am a new believer. My old life has passed away. My old life has passed away. Everything is new. Everything is new. I thank you. Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.